Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now I'm Kevin H. I'm Kevin C. And I'm a Seth. And this is the Dark, Dark Windows, Windows Podcast. Podcast. So just a disclaimer, we are going to talk about some things that people might not be super comfortable with. We're going to use some language, a language that people are not going to be super comfortable with. That's adult language. So, Expletives. So sit back. Relax. And enjoy the show. Or not. That's cool, too. Ready? Ready. What's well, going on, everybody? Howdy, howdy. Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. Happy New... No, wait. Nope. We're still a week out of that. Shit. <laughs> Close. Merry whatever you, yeah. you want to celebrate. Happy winter thing. Stop. <laughs> uh, we got to start off some business. Some some business. Yeah. First business. All right. So the first business, I just said, yep. we're going to uh, cover uh, Studio. Go yes. check them out. Go to studio.com. Our longest running sponsor for the show. Yes. Was our only sponsor for Yeah, because for some reason they like us. Yeah, they do. I don't know why. Crazy. But, they must be crazy. Uh, go check them out. They have a few different uh, earbuds that you can try. They are – I'll the name them off for you. Yeah, what are they? There's the, the Tio. They come in a variety of different uh, – a couple of varieties, different colors – um, you have the tray. You have the Vasa, which Kevin's wife has. She loves them. She loves them. Loves them. And there's also, so I mentioned the Vasa, the tray, and the Tio. The Tio. Then, and all those are wired earbuds. Yep. So meaning that you can just take them out. Put them uh, around your neck, and they can hang there. And those ones run anywhere between – they run $79 to $99, depending on which ones you want. Yeah. Ver- and battery life is, is really good. Yes. Um, I haven't you know heard anything bad about battery life. Yeah. I haven't heard anything bad about battery life of any no. of these studios. Quite, quite the opposite. Yeah. Um, then there's another kind that is completely wireless. Which are the Neva. Which are the Neva, which and Kevin has. Those are – Awesome. I'll, yeah, you can speak to those. They uh, they they're completely like you said, completely wireless Bluetooth. Um, you get about if you use both of them at the same time, you get about three hours battery life on them. But the good thing is the case that they come in is a charging case, so that will you hold. You can use them separate too. Yes, you can use them separately or together. Lately, I've been using them together. Um, but the case holds four charges for the earbuds, so you get like seventeen hours out of one charge of the case for mm-hmm. the earbuds and they are incredible they're super comfortable they sound they have really good sound to them they're nice and light that's they're nice they fit in your ears well um and if, i i love them and if you're not in the you're not one of those uh people that likes to have earbuds yeah, you you'd rather headphones? have headphones um they also have those they have a, uh two different kinds we they had the regents which come in black and white which is what we use which is what we use we love those. Hell yes. Um, those, you know, are work great. Have a great battery life. Our Bluetooth. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's about twenty hours on one charge for them. Yeah, it, I mean, it's ridiculous. And then if you are looking for something that will completely cover your ear um, and is noise canceling, and you don't want to spend a ton of money, check out the Klar. Yeah, they come in black and white. 
they i mean and they run what like 150 bucks 100 yeah 150 bucks but if you go put those in your bag or in your in your basket then go to checkout and put a discount code of dark windows 15 you'll get 15 percent off yep which will drop those suckers down. The code is Even, not active right now, though. No. It's uh, during the holiday season. It's not active. But after that. After the holiday season. Fucking go get them. Go out and buy yourself a Christmas present. Exactly. Because, you know, you, you know you'll have some money after the holiday season. Or, hell, wait for uh, tax season to come up. Go buy them then. But still, there's that's not really all that much compared to some other headphone companies out there. Yep. You know, that they, they, they charge over $300. Yeah. And uh, another place you should go check out if you're into painting miniatures and uh, stuff like that for, like, tabletop gaming, go over to uh, GameEnvy.net and check out the Hobby Holder. They are another long-running friend of the show. Um, The Hobby Holder is basically a plastic handle with a little base on it that you can take the handle off and switch it over. You can flip it directionally so you can hold it either so the base is up above your hand or you can hold it so it's, like, next to your knuckles kind of. they are incredible for painting. I'm getting one after Christmas. I'm super, super excited about it. You can get them in. Uh, they, you can you can change the color so you can have your base as one color. Yeah, they've got a ton your, of different color options. You your can handle, mix and match. Yeah, yeah. They've got different base options. You can get uh, the bigger bases that you can use those as a handle as well. Um, but right now, if you go over to uh, GameEnvy.net and you get a get yourself a hobby holder and you put in Broadstone at checkout. It's going to be B-R-O-A-D-S-T-O-N-E at checkout. They will give you $2 off each hobby holder that you buy. Not $2 off your total, $2 off each one you buy. That's a a steal. It's a steal. And, I mean, they're not crazy expensive in the first place, and they work great. I I haven't heard Seth, you know, brag about much of anything uh, as much as uh, he brags about the hobby holder. Oh, dude, he loves his hobby holder. He loves them. And so now, <sighs> let's kick it over to the the meat and potatoes yeah. of the show. Mm. What are we talking about today? We, in the spirit of the season. Tis the season to be jolly, fall la la la. Wait. Fuck yourself. <laughs> and the fact that, honestly, I think Christmas sometimes can bring out the absolute fucking worst in people. We are going to talk about some Christmas crimes. Oh, boy. Oh, boy is right. Uh, you want to do the first one? No, no, you started off. This oh, is this is your baby. Balls. You started yeah, off. I, yeah, as soon as I started this thing, I was like, oh, this is going to be rough. <laughs> I'm going to find some really nasty shit, aren't I? But, but I did find some awful, awful stories. But then again, I also found some really fucking funny ones to end it off with. Nice. So the first one we're going to talk about is the Covina Massacre. Uh, Christmas Eve 2008. The city of Covina, California, which is a suburb of Los Angeles, was the host to an ill-fated Christmas party. At around 11.30, Bruce Jeffrey Pardo knocked on the door of his former in-law's home at 1129 East Knollcrest Road. When the door opened, Pardo, who was clad in a Santa Claus costume, opened fire with a 9mm handgun. Um, here's where it gets bad. I mean, it's already bad, but this is where it gets, like, bad the uh the first person that was hit was the shit hits the fan yeah the first person that was hit was the eight-year-old nephew of his ex-wife who was running to give him a hug because she recognized no, no, him no niece um, that's what i said niece of his ex-wife you said nephew oh whatever the niece of his ex-wife uh and uh she was shot in the face um <laughs> yeah Ouch. uh after that he just kind of started just firing left right and center at people that were running away uh there was around 25 people at the party and he just kept firing 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 um the police and forensics think that some of the people that he killed he actually may have stood over and killed execution style well i want to know how the hell you don't know that you're supposed to be forensic you know well specialist you should you should know angle position blood splatter right all that shit. but he did make their job a little bit harder for him because after he decided you know hey i'm done shooting people he unwrapped the quote unquote gift that he had with him which was a homemade flamethrower um oh yes under, i forgot about this under any other circumstances the words homemade flamethrower coming out of my mouth i would have a giant smile because that sounds like a fucking lot of fun and a giggle <laughs> yeah <laughs> right just flamethrower um 
this is this is bad though um <laughs> the rig was designed to spray a stream of racing fuel which is a super super high octane fuel from what i from what i read i could be wrong no it is um it'll burn your how this okay to see to to how volatile it is racing fuel it will burn the inside of your mouth if you try to siphon gasoline siphon it off to like get it out of uh yeah. something out of your car if you you know if you have a race car or or whatever yeah it will actually burn the inside of your mouth my dad had that happen that sucks he was trying to siphon it out of his race car just Ugh. to you know to get some out or pour, get it out of it yeah cuz you know tank you got to get it out well yeah. he put it in it and it fucking burnt the inside of his mouth ouch yeah um so basically it was it was designed to spray a stream of racing fuel past an ignition source um i'm guessing this is something that he saw plans for somewhere on the internet and went i can build one of those anarchist cookbook yeah <laughs> those ones aren't that great it's basically a super soaker you know with a fucking zippo attached to the end of it sounds like it I tried it before it doesn't work quick it doesn't work great anyway um as part of set the home ablaze one of the people at the party jumped from the second floor window uh, trying to escape and broke their ankle in the process another one of the survivors uh ran to the neighbor's house to call for help at uh, at the height of the fire it the i'm sorry the fire actually reached heights of around 50 feet and a total of 80 firefighters fought the blaze back that's a, that's a hot fucking fire if it's 50 feet high that's that place is cooking yeah i, I don't i don't I'm not gonna be a i don't really know too much about you know if it's a if it's a good one or if that's a I mean, it's probably a, a, a full engulfed structure oh, yeah. fire. The, the, the place gonna, is gone. Yeah. I, I, I'm related to and know enough of the people on the fire department to know that a 50-foot high fire, that's going to be fucking hot. Like, you're not getting anywhere near that for a little bit. Hmm. I mean, um, imagine, uh, like, a good-sized bonfire where you get, like, a 10, 15-foot flame. How close are you getting to it? You stay back a little bit because it's fucking oh, yeah. hot. Yeah. The bodies were so badly burned that they had, had to be identified by dental records, which is where it gets into difficult of, you know— blood splatter and mm, angle true. and all that stuff. I forgot about the about the whole flamethrower yeah. and fucking burning them, you know, Rice crispy style. Yeah, that that and the, the human body does a pretty interesting thing when it's cooked to that extent. It actually shrinks. Like, your skull will shrink. You're, it, it's fucking gross. It's crazy. Uh. The one kind of silver lining to this entire thing, the little girl, the first person that was shot, actually did survive. Um, nice. Yeah. After the attack, uh, Pardo. After the attack, Pardo put on his street clothes and drove his Dodge Caliber rental car to his brother's house in uh, Silmar. I guess is how you would say that. I don't know. I'm not from California. Somebody correct me, please. Sure. Which is about 30 miles away from where the crime scene was. Um, so he was actually found there later from a self-inflicted gunshot wound. Uh, his brother was not present in the home when he pulled up and killed himself. It was initially believed that Pardo intended to, intended to flee to Canada by plane since he had bought an airline ticket to, uh, for a flight on Air Canada. It was subsequently discovered that the flight itinerary on Northwest Airlines was from Los Angeles to Moline, Illinois, uh, which had a layover in Minnesota. I'm not sure why so that part's important. you helped right there when you said, fuck off, you fuck. Yeah, I had to swear. I had to get my swears out. Uh-huh. Uh, Pardo had called a friend uh, days before to... T- uh, uh, Pardo had called days before to tell a high school friend that he was planning to visit, but investigators were unsure if he was actually going to or if he was just trying to, you know, throw him a red herring to get him off his ass. He had he had actually visited that friend uh, before in 2008. Others report other reports. Okay, okay. Um, there were some reports that his Santa suit melted to him during the flamethrower portion of the attack, and it had adhered to his skin. So not all of it could be removed. Yeah. Yeah, that face you're making. There, there should have been words with that, but you can't make them because fuck that. Ouch. You imagine polyester just melted to your legs and your arms and your balls. And uh, that would be because of the stupid flamethrower. Yeah. He was using a good one. He was using a bad one. Well, I mean, you also have to remember if you're in an enclosed area, that much heat might not help either. It doesn't have to be direct flame. It could probably melt it if it's that hot. He probably was. Like, but he probably he's probably these guys a fucking asshole. He probably caught himself on fire. He deserved it. I can so hope he caught himself on fire. You know what? Yeah, I really hope he caught himself on fire. He deserved it. Whatever. He did. Um, 
So, however, suffering from uh, third-degree burns in his arms stemming from the blaze, Pardo decided against the initial plan uh, of trying to fly away. Uh, Police found $17,000 in cash cling-wrapped on his legs inside of a girdle. (laughs) Like he's trying to smuggle fucking cocaine back from somewhere, you know? Hey, man, I got to make sure this this money's safe. Yeah, yeah. You got to make sure this money gets back there because... This money's going to be safe. I got to sell it. I got to cut the money and sell it. Uh, his rental car was parked one uh, was parked one block from his brother's house, and had been rigged to explode. Um, the remnants of his Santa suit were uh, were in the car when they found it. He had actually had it rigged, had the car rigged with black powder. Oh, I read that wrong. So he had the remnants of his Santa suit rigged so that if it was removed, it would set off a black powder charge. Essentially, that doesn't make any sense unless it had some kind of a pull wire with it. That would then it has to have an ignition I, exactly device he he maybe built something I don't really know it doesn't go into it too much, mm. but maybe he built something like fucking Ted Kaczynski mm-hmm. style and like you know you move my Santa suit and it's gonna fucking blow the car up yeah. never know I mean it's a rental car who gives a it fuck, has to right? be a lot of black powder yeah, not a little small amount no it it would have to be a lot. They also recovered from the scene. Uh, I'm sorry. Also recovered from the scene were four 13 round capacity handgu- uh, 13 yeah. round capacity handguns that were empty, and at least 200 rounds of ammunition, suggesting uh, that they had been. A- okay. All uh, also recovered from the scene were four 13 round capacity handguns that were empty, and at least 200 rounds of ammunition. Suggesting that what had been what had been inside the car was being treated as a threat, a bomb squad fire uh, fired an incendiary device into it, burning it and destroying it. So wouldn't it be thirteen round magazines? Yeah, I think that's what it's supposed to be, and it just I that were typed empty. it wrong. Yeah, hmm. but he did have a bunch of he had a couple of diff, a couple of handgun handguns with him. What the hell takes? Oh shit! What? No, you're all right. What takes a thirteen? Is it a Glock? Uh, I don't know what takes a 13-round magazine. I don't know. I mean, I know from personal experience, my Glock holds anywhere between 15 to however many I want to put in it. Um, I'm sure there's a bunch of different handguns out there with that would have a 13-round magazine. I don't know. Okay. Um, so at Pardo's house in uh, in Montrose, police had recovered five empty boxes of semi-automatic handgun rounds, two shotguns, a contain and a Container of high octane fuel in a partridge in a pear tree, <laughs> uh, and on the fourth day well, of Christmas, <laughs> it, it, it would have actually been a partridge in a quote unquote virtual bomb factory. Oh shit! <laughs> That's a direct quote from the police. Um, police speculate that the motive of the attack was related to uh, marital problems. I mean, he was divorced. Uh, Pardo and his wife had settled their divorce the prior week to Oof. the shooting. Um, However, Pardo held no criminal record and had no history of violence. He had been he had just been fired from his job as an electrical as an electrical engineer uh, at ITT Electronic Systems uh, Radar Systems in July. There is some speculation that the divorce may have been caused by Pardo concealing a child from a previous relationship. Yeah, that might put some strain on it. It's going. Yeah, oh, yeah. I forgot. I forgot to tell you. Uh, I was married before and had a kid. Or he wasn't married. Yeah. You know, he was, you know, I had a kid with somebody beforehand. But it's not the kid's fault. No, it's not the, it, it's never the kid's fault. It's this asshole's fault. But I see that the kid was, what, severely injured in a swimming pool accident? Yeah. Which kind of sucks. I it mean, does that, suck. You know, you, uh, you you wonder where some money's going to. You know, I mean, I can see what the the strain was. Yeah, because, where she's like, where's this fucking money going? Yeah, where, are you cheating on me? Who's this woman you're giving yeah. money to? Yeah, or, or, or are you cheating on me? Or are you... You buying this or buying that? You know, doing some some stupid shit. When it turns out that he's just put giving money to the mother of his baby. That maybe. Yeah. Well, we don't really know where the money's well, going, but that's pro- that's a good possibility. Yeah, he's giving it well to his baby mama, who you know got a kid that's I don't know either really badly hurt, brain damaged, something where right. it needs money. Yeah. So that's I mean it kind of I, I can see his side a little bit for it. Yeah, but, but that, then there's, but then I can also see the other side of it. That's something that you should be able to sit down with your your spouse and go, "Hey, yeah. this is where this is where what I'm doing with this money." Unless she's a real bitch. Well, we don't know because he fucking killed her. That's true. Um, 
So the couple was wed in January of 2006, but soon grew apart after their marriage. Um, when Mr. Pardo refused to open a joint account with his wife, they, he also expected his wife to take care of her own three kids with her own finances. So he didn't want to help at all with her kids from a previous marriage. He wanted nothing to do with them financially. Mm. Uh, in June 2008, uh, the divorce court had ordered Bruce Pardo to pay $1,785 a month in spousal support. During the divorce proceedings, Bruce had confided to a friend his wife was, quote, taking him to the cleaners. In July, Pardo was fired for uh, for billing false hours, and the court suspended the, uh, the support payments due to his job hardship. So basically, he gets fired for fucking getting a greasy pencil with his, uh, his uh, time card. And the court's like, eh, sorry, you, can't, you, know, you don't have to pay it now. Uh, Pardo was required to pay Sylvia, uh, who's his ex-wife, $10,000 as part of the divorce settlement, uh, according to court documents. Sylvia kept the wedding ring and the family dog. <sighs> That's what, what a... it was right there. She kept the dog. Damn it. Uh, in a court declaration, Pardo complained that Sylvia was living with her parents, not paying rent, and had spent lavishly on a luxury car gambling, tri- uh, gambling trips to Las Vegas, meals at fine restaurants, massages, and golf lessons. Sounds like this guy's just a douchebag. Well, so that's, that's shitty, but oh well, fuck him. Yeah, we we do have. Uh, I I did get a list of the victims as well because it's kind of. I felt like it was important to, you know, give a little bit of credence to them. Uh, so our list of victims is Sylvia Ortega Pardo, who was his ex-wife, uh, forty-three, killed uh, killed by gunshot wound. Uh, Alicia Sotomayor Ortega, who was uh, Sylvia's mother, uh, gunshot wound to the abdomen. She was seventy. Uh, Joseph Ortega, 80, who was her father, who was killed with multiple gunshot wounds. So I must wonder if maybe, you know, he had some a uh, little bit harder feelings to- uh, towards dad if he shot him a bunch, you know. Hmm. Uh, Charles Ortega, 49, who was Sylvia's brother. Uh, Sherry Lynn Ortega, 45, who was uh, Charles's wife. Uh, James Ortega, Sylvia's brother, 51. Uh, Teresa Ortega, 52, who was James's wife. Um, Alicia Ortega Ortiz, who is Sylvia's uh, sister, and Michael Andre Ortiz, who is Alicia's uh, Alicia Ortiz's son, who is seventeen. Um, and the people that I did not list with well, uh, with causes of death all died in the fire. Well, Michael died in the fire. Yes, but I I did look into it a little bit more after I did it. The rest of these people, I'm pretty confident, were killed in the fire as well. Oh. So that's huh. uh, shitty. Yeah, that's uh, that's that one. That's that uh, is shitty. Yeah. Any closing comments on that piece of shit? Other than I'm glad he's fucking dead. He's an asshole. Mm-hmm. He deserved it. Mm-hmm. No, he no, he didn't really deserve that. He deserved. He didn't deserve the bullet in the head that he gave himself. No. No, that's just an easy way out. He didn't deserve the easy way out. No. Fuck him. He should have still been alive when they fired that incendiary device into his car. Uh-huh. That's still pretty quick, though. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. No. No, no, no. Okay. So, next guy. Moving right along. Just follow along with my little preamble here because I want to give them a lot of credit because they did a lot more fucking work on this guy than we did. Uh, Ronald Gene Simmons. This guy. Yeah. So, we're not going to go into any detail real detail on on Mr. Simmons here other than the murders. Uh, we're not going to cover the backstory of anything. We're, so if you want to learn more about this sick fuck, please go check out uh, the lovely ladies at our sister show, Color Me Dead. Hi, Nikki. <laughs> Hi, Angel. She's back now. <laughs> Hi, Angel. Um, yeah, this, this oh, guy. Oh, yeah. By the way, Angel, congrats on the, on the, on the chip. Yep. Um, this, this guy was a sick fuck. Like, um, he, yeah, he did kill a series of his family members, but. Well, don't, what, don't tell them. Let, let, I, I'm let just, them find I'm out just going to give phone. a little bit. Uh, no, no, what, no. Shut up. Okay, fine. What he did previous to killing these people was a lot worse than actually killing them. Oh. That's all I'm going to say with it. He was a piece of shit and yeah, giant okay. piece of shit. All right. Well. According to Kevin, they kicked ass on the series. With they them. did. They did a very, very good job. I can't remember if it was three or four parts. I sh- I should have actually listened to it, but I'm but, I'm very, very bad, and I have you know, 
so only so much time, which is between going to work and going home from work. That's the great <laughs> thing about being partially unemployed. That's all I do all day is I listen to podcasts and clean. <laughs> Lazy fucker. I mean, um, they say that out loud. But anyway. yeah, they, they did a fucking great job. Good job, girls. With Awesome. Yes. On the morning of December 22nd, 1987, uh, Simmons killed his wife, Rebecca, and oldest son, Gene, with a 22 caliber pistol and then strangled his three-year-old granddaughter, Barbara. Fuckface. Yeah, this guy's, like I said, he's <sighs> a fucking piece of work. After dumping their bodies in a cesspit, he waited for the rest of the, his children to return. Okay. Hmm. He told them he had gifts for all of them, but wanted to give them to them one at a time. First was 17-year-old Loretta. Loretta. Yeah. Uh, who Simmons strangled and drowned in a motherfucker in a rain p- barrel. Yeah. What an asshole. He then killed Eddie, Mariana, Marianne, Marianne. Yeah, Marianne and Becky in the same fashion. So that's his other kids. Yep. Some of his other kids. Okay. This motherfucker was like a rabbit. Uh, around noon on December 26th, the remaining family members showed up for late Christmas celebrations. The first to die this round were Simmons' son, Billy, and his wife, Renata, who were both shot and killed. He then strangled their... Yep. Yep. (sighs) Wow. You want to take over? You know, yeah, he strangled their 21-month-old son, Trey. Wow. Yep. He would then shoot and kill his oldest daughter, Sheila, whom he had... Uh, wow. Okay. Yeah, like I said. Sexually assaulted for some quite quite some time. And her husband, Dennis McNulty, he killed him too? Mm-hmm. Hmm. He then went on to strangle seven-year-old Sylvia Gale, his daughter, with his with his own. Yes, you're reading that correctly. His daughter with his daughter. Okay. Yeah. And finally, twenty huh, and twenty-one-month-old grandson Michael. <clears throat> yeah, let find somewhere comfortable comfortable for that to sit in your head. I'm just getting pissed. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Simmons would then cover all bodies with coats except Sheila, who was covered with Rebecca's best tablecloth. You know, Sheila. Side Sheila. Piece. Was, yeah, Sheila was his favorite because he. Oh, yeah, he he had a lot of uh, disgusting, fucked up feelings for Sheila. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I we didn't go into that because I. Mm, mm. Fuck this guy. Fuck this guy so much. Uh, so the uh, the two grandsons were wrapped in plastic and left in an abandoned car at the end of the driveway. Mm. Wow, what a fucker! Yeah. After the murders, Simmons went down went into town and had a few drinks at the local bar. He returned home and was obviously oblivious oblivious to the bodies. Yeah, not obvious. <laughs> oblivious. To the bodies in the house as he drank beer and watched TV the next day. Ronald Gene Simmons would go to on to kill Kathy uh, Kendrick and J.D. Chaffin on December 28th of that year as well. What a fucker. Yeah, that guy was a f- just absolute fucking animal. Just um, tell me that he was caught somehow. Yeah, he, he got caught. Um, I don't remember exactly how. Like I said... Go listen to Color Me Dead. They can tell you because they did a lot more research into it than I did. Um, the very little research that I did into that, I was just like, I fucking hate this guy so much. I'm going to say this. I just hope he's getting fucking butt raped by I hope he's, some guy named Leroy. or I hope he's already or, fucking dead. Or Johnny in fucking jail. Actually, no. No. He shouldn't be dead. He sh- He's one of these people that should be... He should be kept alive forever beating the fuck out of each every, no. no 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 listen hear me out let me out he should be kept alive for as long as he lives okay 
only time he's able to get up from a chair is to piss, shit, eat food, walk around for a little bit. That's just about it for half hour. But every other, but each time he should, before he does whatever, he should be punched in the fucking head at least ten times, and then when he's done said other stuff, he has to watch home videos of his kids, of his grandkids. He would have got a fucking thrill out of that. All of it. No. Put him in a fucking six by six square with a chair in it, and that's where he stays for the rest of his life. He doesn't leave the fucking room. No, because he fuck him. No, because if he if they keep it alive in his head, he has to watch every single one, and not just and only when you don't show him, you don't show him Sheila. It doesn't matter. He was a fucking animal. He would have loved that. Mm. He was a sick fuck. It's plain and simple. He was okay. fucking. He was fucked. Like all right, mm. he was fucking fucked. The fuck. Fucking fucking <laughs> fucked. Okay. Um. Well, yeah, so we got some goofy shit, too. Let's, wanna, let's go on to the goofy shit. Yeah. I, I want to hear some goofy shit. Why don't you take the first one as a palate so, cleanser? Because uh, that one's a bitch to read. Yeah. <laughs> so on December 12th of 2014, an asshole, I mean the, a Grinch. <laughs> I, I, I'm not going to lie. I got all of these from, from the same page, so that's uh, just how it was written. I just like, he, these are fucking funny. Uh, stole a... He, a person stole, or persons, stole... A 200-pound statue of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer from top of a city sign in Los Angeles. Ballsy fuckers. First of all, there's a lot of people in Los Angeles, so how the fuck do you do that without getting caught? I don't know. Early in the fucking morning? It doesn't matter. I'm I'm pretty sure that everything out there is open all day. Late at night? I don't know. I mean, and you're going to need a buddy because a 200-pound fucking wooden statue. Or buddies. Right. So... The statue had been a holiday icon in the South Bay enclave of Rolling Hills Estates for 50 years. Hmm. The police, uh, a few days after the robbery, police found it up on a uh, tip, uh, upon a tip from a TV viewer, and located the wooden statue on the roof of a mobile home. <laughs> <laughs> in Cardina. <laughs> That's the most trailer park thing of all time. Hey, y'all. You see that? I'm going to get it. <laughs> because I, I'm i going to go out on a limb here. People that live in trailer parks in Los Angeles probably still have a southern accent. <laughs> I don't know, but they got them in this time. Y'all, we done got us a big old fucking reindeer up on the roof. <laughs> Sharice, let's go, honey. <laughs> get Bubba Ray. <laughs> get, no, don't get, you, don't, you don't want Bubba Ray. He'll put you through a table. <laughs> get get little junior billy joe <laughs> billy joe junior let's go we're gonna go steal us a, a we gonna a go steal old... us a reindeer oh yeah Woo-hoo-hoo. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's a christmas movie yeah wow finish that one off that's fucking heavy a 200 pound fucking reindeer mm-hmm. that's heavy yeah it's wood it's yeah. heavy it's, it's a like lot of a... fucking wood the man at the uh, at the home was arrested for possession of stolen property. He was found to be a gardener who worked in the area where the statue disappeared. Well, no shit. <laughs> he sees he he probably like every day. I'm gonna steal me that some bitch. He just walks by it and he yep. just points at it. And he goes someday. Someday, bitch, you're, you're mine. Home with me. You, me. I'm a we're partying tonight. I'm gonna put you on the roof. <laughs> I can't wait. You are going to be my centerpiece. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay, so this one's less goofy, more sad. <laughs> um, in December 20, uh, 2014, a nativity donkey was squashed by an obese man who climbed into its pen in Spain. What a dickhead. Uh, the five-month-old animal was uh, was not meant to be ridden, as it's still a baby, <laughs> but was part of the Christmas scene in the town of uh, Luc- uh, Lucina, I think. Uh, however, according to a Lucina compl- and a Lucia. Well, I wasn't going to try that part. I slept through Spanish class. Uh, however, according to a complaint by animal welfare groups, a 23 stone man, which converts to English as 322 pounds, which is a big fat fuck. No, that's American English. Whatever. Fuck him. <laughs> we don't measure shit in stones. Stone- we should. Stones are what you throw through people's fucking windows. Yeah. Or throw at people? That's true. Uh, well, when this fat shit climbed or what onto... what you get? Huh? Or what you get? You get stoned. 
<laughs> All right. <fine. laughs> so, so this fat shit decides he's going to climb onto the donkey and pose for a picture, which caused a huge stink on social media because it's a big fat fuck on a baby donkey, which is not okay. Uh, two days after the incident on December 10th, locals noticed the small animal could barely stand. Uh, it died the next morning after vets said that they couldn't do anything to fix its injuries. Uh, so this is a quote from the police. Uh, the man climbed the fence and pushed uh, pushed the Paltero, which was the donkey's name, around until he could proudly pose, quote unquote, galloping with almost 150 kilograms or 330 pounds of fat shit. I'm sorry, of weight on his fragile body, fatally injuring him. First off. Platero did not fucking carry that fat fucker around. <sighs> Who the, the fuck just jumps on a baby donkey? I bet you... No, I bet you he carried him around, sort of, underneath him. Then, once the fat shit got to, you know, got to him to a certain spot, because he had, was between his legs, he was like, okay, guiding him along. He was like, oh, I'm going to sit down now. He's like, siete. <laughs> fucking asshole crushing a donkey. Douchebag. All right, you got the next one. And this one is from 2013. The tropical paradise of Sweden. <laughs> it's, 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 it's really tropical about this time of year, I'm telling the you. Home of studio headphones, by yes. the way. Ooh. Yeah, buddy. Uh, for, so for the 27th time, vandals in Sweden burned down a giant straw goat meant to symbolize the Christmas spirit or Yule. Because it's... It's, They've know. been pretty pretty well Christianized at this point in time, well, though. Fuck them. Yeah. I mean, that's hell out. Whoops. <laughs> yeah. So in Galve, maybe I didn't say it right, but I'll I'll spell Gav- it out for Galve. G a l g a v l e. So that's a town in Sweden. Um, in the town square, there was a 13 meter, which is 43 foot high, and a which and weighed 3.6 ton of that's heavy, a lot of fucking hay yeah of heavy straw that was formed into a goat it was set in a blaze and what they called a criminal action well it is a criminal action you're lighting something on fire in public that's kind of a hazard well, to other folk you know well shit if they have done it 27 times by now it's basically tradition <laughs> That's fucking true. Son of a bitch. I mean, honestly, if it's been tw- 27 times, why the fuck do you still put the goddamn goat there? I think so people can set it on fire. Listen, it's, there well, is no way. Stop there, yourself. It, listen, no. It's probably the one fucking arrest that the police get every year so they get like, got to do something or we're going to lose our goddamn funding. Let them burn the fucking goat. All right. All right. The town folk don't really want to put the goat out this year, but we're going to convince them mm-hmm. that they're going to put it out. Okay, here we go. Okay, hey folks, I know last year we didn't want to put the goat. You, you know, we had the goat go up for the past, you know, twenty five years. But you know what? Hey, let's put it out anyway. All right, you, you with me on this? I'm uh, some thinks this is a bad idea. <laughs> uh, no, it's Officer not. Officer Squizgar. It's it's not. It's not really. It's 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 a great idea. All right, you ready for this one? What what what's this one? Mm. Once I get pizza crust out of my teeth, I'll tell you. <laughs> oh, and by the way, that goat tradition had been taking place since 1966 of having the goat there. Yeah. So somewhere between 1966 and 2013, shit went awry. People started hating the goat? Mm-mm. Black metal. Oh. Norway, they burn churches down. Sweden, they burn goats down. <laughs> Shows. No, no, other way around, because uh, obviously Sweden, they burn goats down. That's what I just said. I said Wait. Norway, they burn churches down. Sweden, they burn goats down. Shut up. You're a dick. We have. I think we have to do an episode on the on the Norwegian black metal church burnings and shit at some point in time, because that's fucking crazy. I think we will. And some of the shit that came out of that afterwards, wooey. All right, what's this one? So at a major Christmas event in the UK, children were heartbroken. Major. To see- what? It's a major Christmas Shut the fuck up and let me read it. <laughs> At a major Christmas event in the UK, children were heartbroken to see police arrest Father Christmas for disorderly conduct. Opposed to a minor Christmas party? Shut the fuck up with your goddamn Christmas story bullshit. It's a major prize, not an event. <laughs> fuck. And it was Italian. What is it? 
It's a major prize. <laughs> so after Santa's sleigh showed up at the parade-like event in Norfolk, England, a man dressed in a Santa suit got into a fist fight with the local teen. <laughs> wow. <laughs> when, ch- <clears throat> when children up and down the street began crying, someone finally called the police. The children were understandably concerned and upset at seeing what they thought was the real Santa Claus being arrested, said an officer at the scene. Uh, Norfolk police are certain that the real Santa would not approve of people behaving in this way. And of, cor- and of course, he will continue his pre-Christmas visit and deliver of, uh, delivery of, guests, of gifts everywhere on Christmas Day. Wow. Interesting. <laughs> you got to read this next one because this one's fucking fun. You'll uh, like it. So... A man dressed as Santa robbed a bank in St. Nicholas, Florida. You get it? Hmm. <laughs> Pun. E. Exactly. He apparently entered the branch, fired a single warning in the air with a semi-automatic pistol, stole money from the tellers, and ran out. I was leaving to go to lunch. I usually took over... I look over at the bank to wave hi, and I saw a gentleman, a black man with a Santa hat on, waving a gun, said Kim uh, Edding- Eddington. Ed- Ed- Edinger? Edinger. Yeah, I, that I guess we'll, we'll go with that. Yeah. Who works at a, in a nearby building. I heard a shot, saw the smoke, and ran back in and asked my coworker, Julie. I said, call 911. I think a bank is being robbed. <laughs> Damn black Santa's robbing the bank. (laughs) Speaking of Santa heist, we got another one. In Papua New Guinea, Santa Claus pulled off the ultimate heist. The plan was perfect. Dress up as Santa, act all jolly and shit. And shit. Hire an elf to carry a bag of presents. (laughs) Infiltrate tight security by convincing them that you are there to deliver presents to the office staff. Get in and then pull out your gun and rob everyone in sight. Listen, you don't look. It's fucking Santa's 11. <laughs> Listen, there is no way you're fucking Santa Claus with that, you know, that outfit on. I have a fucking elf. Yeah. Listen, yeah. I have the bag, the shit, you know. Look at his fucking ears. He's clearly an elf. Duh. You racist. Son of a bitch. <laughs> it's fucking Santa's 11. All right, fine. Well, Santa and his elf got away with nearly $20,000 and just straight up walked out of the building. As if nothing had ever happened. <laughs> Witnesses couldn't identify either of the criminals because of their incredibly festive disguises. How do you not just go, wait, that guy's, that little person's dressed like an elf. They just said, oh, no way. <laughs> He's the one. He did it, the little bastard. <laughs> Fuck me. Okay. Ah, oh, this one. Next one, number seven of the of the tales. Uh, this Santa Claus was dreaming of a green Christmas when it, he began handing out marijuana at a Buffalo Wild Wings in Seaside, California. Uh, Mr. Randy Lang, dressed as Santa Claus, began approaching customers and saying, I have a gift for you. <laughs> Before handing them a small bundle of pot, he would he even left a hefty amount of ganja in the restaurant's tip jar. Police were notified and subsequently he was arrested for furnishing marijuana. Dude, if Santa Claus actually delivered shit like that, I would still believe in him. Ho, ho, stoner. (laughs) (laughs) What do you want for Christmas, little boy? Uh, it'd be actually wouldn't it be like mm. smoke 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 a joint <laughs> <laughs> gently down the tree no wait that's that's row row boat fuck what do you want for Christmas little boy uh, you know an eighth of some like Afghani kush yeah that'd be sweet <sighs> yeah do you want a pipe no I got one of those I just you know supply me with a green and we are all set Santa <laughs> I'll get, leave you some brownies buddy get me that good good <laughs> all right this one is an absolute classic. This one, I don't remember when it happened, but I remember very clearly it happening when I was a kid. A man named Sh- uh, Sean Shallon, Sh- I'm sorry, Sean Chanel, earned the dubious nickname of the Santa Claus burglar after he tried to after he tried to break into a house through the chimney. He got stuck, and ultimately Seattle firefighters had to come and rescue his stupid ass, according to the Seattle Times, after chopping away at the chimney bricks for 45 minutes. 
Medics freed the mysterious naked 23-year-old <laughs> who's who. Uh, oh shit! Uh, medics freed the mysterious naked 23-year-old who then stra- uh, strangely claimed he was just trying to retrieve his backpack. The judge didn't buy it, and Chanel was sentenced to 17 months in prison. <laughs> We're the wet bandits. <laughs> no, he's the fucking naked, like, chimney slider. Ew. Oh, mm. naked sliding up a chimney. That sounds like something kind of semi-sexual. Interesting. Yeah. So everybody growing up had one toy that they wanted for Christmas, and they never fucking got. What was yours? You had to have had one where you're just like, oh, man, I want that. And then you don't get it. And then the next year, you're like, maybe this year I'll get it. And you just never got it. Oh, eat a dick, you fucker. Not you, this thing. A gift that I never got. Yeah, probably a toy that you're just like, oh, fuck, I want one of those for Christmas. And you just never got it. I don't. I don't really know. I can tell you what mine was. What was yours? Mine was the fucking Ninja Turtles pizza van. Always wanted that when I was a kid. Never got it. Oh, wow. I asked for it for like three years straight. Wow. I I just... Yeah, I never... Dude, because you could put all four turtles in it, and the fucking thing shot pizzas out of the top of it. Like a fucking like... Not out of the top of it. It was was out of the front of it. it. Yeah, but they loaded in the top, and it's like... And it fired pizzas out of it. I fucking wanted that thing so bad. I I never... I guess... No, I never really, like, I don't know. I guess I kind of always really kind of got what I asked for, for the most part. I mean, I didn't really ask for anything over extravagant, just because, I don't know, well, circumstances, but um, but I guess I always got, you know, my parents tried to do the best they could, and I didn't really, like... I didn't really like go, oh man, okay, I guess, you know, I wish I had got this or I, I just, I was just, I was always thankful, right. grateful it, that I got whatever I got. Same here, but mine was more like, okay, I didn't get it. No big deal. Next year I'll get it. And you're like, fuck, we'll try it one more time. Nope. Shit. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. I guess I never really... I never really had one of those. I mean, I've got shit that I never expected. Like, okay, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you. Uh, that one was my fucking unicorn because you're just like, oh man. So it, 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 oh. to to make a, a gone in sixty seconds reference, it was my Eleanor. Ooh, <laughs> you got close, but never got it. Well, okay. Well, with that said, I want to ask you, uh, any of you folks out there, tell us via Facebook. You know, go on and just send us a. A message or whatever, or we'll even post something up yeah. about it. What was the thing? One thing that you never got to get when you were a kid for hol- for yeah for Halloween mm-hmm. for Christmas, you know that you always wanted. Um, I mean that's you know some people always wanted one one thing, yeah. you know one thing. My and, fucking turtle van. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I never really like. I gotta say, most things I ever got, I wanted. You know, I mean, I never. You know, it was over over exuberant about getting shit. I always, you know, was like, oh, I'd like to have that. But, you know, don't really care too much. You know, I mean, if I get it, I get it. I don't, I don't. What I think is awesome is how um, how your taste changes over the years of what you want for Christmas. Like, when you get, when you were a kid and you're just like, ah. No, 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 no. My, my, what changed for me wasn't my taste. It was the fact of waiting. Oh. I always was like, yeah, I'm not waiting for shit for Christmas. If I can buy the motherfucker, I'm, I'm, I'm the gonna same, buy it. I'm the same way. I've been like that since I had a job, and I was like, nah, I'm not fucking waiting. I'll buy it myself. <laughs> no, but like how your taste changes with like, okay, what do you want for Christmas? And then come Christmas morning, you're like, when you're a kid, you open up like oh, socks. Fuck. Now you get them, and you're like socks. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that was always like, but you, but now it's like if I don't get socks, I'm like, what the fuck did I do? I'm like mother. <laughs> Fucker! Who did I piss off to not get any fucking socks this well, year? Um, I have a. She since passed away. My lady that was kind of like a grandmother to me. Each year, when we would go to their house for Christmas Eve, um, her and her husband, who passed away before her, they would always give us me and my my brother, um, 
tickets or well passes, I guess you should say, could say to uh, the movie theater. Oh yeah, movie passes are the every, fucking best. Every, like we get a book or, or a book or two each, something like that, each year, every single fucking year. One year, she didn't get them for us, for me. And I was like, I was like, I was kind of a little disappointed. <laughs> I guess that you know, I mean, that was the one thing I you know I didn't really ask for, it, but I. I I just kind of expected it, I guess. And I was happy with it. Happy as a piggy and shit. Yeah. I mean, I just loved it. I didn't get it. And I was like, damn it. Ah, damn. I was like, she goes, she asked me, she goes, what's wrong, Kevin? I said, well, I thank you for what you got me, but you didn't have to do that. I mean, you could have. I was just happy to get the Christmas, the, the uh, movie tickets. You liked those that much, she says. I was like. I loved them because <laughs> I mean that's that's what I used to go see movies. But now, different subject. I gotta tell you about the first time. I don't know if I've ever told you this. The fir- the the time the f- when I found out that Santa Claus wasn't real. Here's another topic that we can you oh, know that I want God people damn. to chime in about. So when I was, I'm gonna say maybe nine. I think it was. I think it was about nine. Maybe it was a little older than that. Maybe ten, something like that. Anyway, my brother and I got bikes for Christmas. It was a big to do. You know, we were, we were just, we, we everything was about done with Christmas. My mom goes kind of like, kind of like pulled that whole, uh, um, Ralphie's dad thing. Was like, yeah, hey, I think there's one more present. Yep. I think I see it behind the. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, right over there. Well, she was like, "You guys got? I think there's one more thing, something for each of you." But oh wait, it's a it's a letter on the thing or whatever it was. You guys gotta read it. You know I can't read. <laughs> <laughs> well, we read it. It turned out it was like you know, uh, hi Kevin, hi Ben. Just want to let you know that uh, I got you bikes, but your dogs were too. You know, we're barking so much that I couldn't, I could get your presents in, but they were so big, I couldn't get everything else in. And, well, that was my my first time going, what the fuck? You got everything else in, but you couldn't get my bike in here? You lazy fat bastard. I'm like, so I was like, <laughs> where the fuck did, where, where, where'd you put it? And I kept, my mom was like, well, I was like, keep reading. Oh, so I, I brought it over and I put it at your brother's uh, grandparents' house. And the burn. So, and I also left a message for your brother to to grab it. <laughs> to grab them for you Fucking guys. Fucking Santa Claus just like I know, leaving sneaky, cryptic bullshit everywhere. Sneaky motherfucker. Oh, and, and I left so, your bikes here, and he leaves you just a fucking page of coordinates and shit. Yeah. The fucking compass, and you're like, you son of a bitch. Go to 165 North, <laughs> 22 South. <laughs> yeah, God damn it! You know I can't do this. <laughs> so just see, yelled in the sky. Where's my bike, you fuck? <laughs> so we we get the bikes. Okay, we have the bikes. Uh, Christmas passes. You know, we ride our bikes that day. We're having fun. Like I don't know, a year, almost a year. Not even that passes. Maybe maybe it's more. I'm not quite sure. I can't remember that much, but. We happened to leave our bikes outside. We didn't put them in the shed. Mm-mm. My mom has a fit. She says, "I can th- see that." She says, "Yes." And Kevin <laughs> can attest to it. I love your mother to pieces. I can see her going, "You fuckers, pick your bikes up." Well, because she, has- she said it to me before. Yeah. Leave your fucking bike out. Put it away. Yeah, she has a fit. Yes, Aunt Jane. <laughs> she says, "She says to us boys, why aren't your bikes in the shed? Do you know how much I paid for those bikes?" You know, and we're like, both Wait Ben and I kind of, you know, we didn't lead, we didn't lead on at the at the beginning that you know anything was said. So she goes, she's we let her keep going, and we're like, uh huh. After we're like, you fucking lied to us. You've been, you know, there's no Santa Claus. You bought them. <laughs> well, so then like I don't know. A couple years had passed, more years passed. We had moved in our new place across from Kevin and yep. his family. And my mom was like, all right, boys, listen. You know, you guys are getting to the age where I think, you know, you should know it, that 
I hope you know that there's really no Santa Claus. She goes, and we're like, yeah, we know. What do you mean you know? Well, we've known for a while. Well, how long? <laughs> well, we've known since you told us about how much you spent on our bikes. You kind of want to be like, wait a minute. Do you, do you not know there's not a Santa Claus? Are, <laughs> she, are you just learning about this now too? Or? <laughs> she, she was like, what? Yeah. When you told us how much you spent on our bikes. What bikes? The bikes you got us when we lived in the trailer. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, shit. I told you that? Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> we were like, well, that's when we found out. <laughs> well, how'd you find out? I first found out about S- Santa Claus not being real. I was 23, I think. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I was probably, you know, that, that age range, like 10, 11, 12, somewhere in there. And uh, we went down to the fire department in Pittsburgh because Santa Claus is there every year. And uh, I was at the age where I'm like, I'm not going to sit on his lap. I'll just fucking whatever, you know, roll the dice and see what mom and dad get me. I'm not going to ask him for anything. <laughs> and uh, my brother gets up there and he's talking to Santa, you know, this, that, the other. Because the age difference between you yeah, two is like six, six years. years. Yeah, I'm six years older than him. Um, so we, you know, we do our thing and I just look at Santa and I go, now for years they've been telling me this is the real Santa Claus. He looks a lot like my Uncle Fred with, yeah, he's got a big nose. He laughs like him. He's got the beer gut. Yeah, that's my Uncle Fred. That's not Santa Claus. Santa Claus is a fucking lie. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and I was like, son of a bitch. They've been playing me all these years. God damn it. (laughs) Here's one for you. Worst Christmas gift you've ever gotten. There has to be something that you're just like, why the fuck did I get this? Who the hell got me this? Who in their right mind would think this was a good a good gift idea? Hmm. It can, it can even be it doesn't have to be from somebody you're related to. It could be like from a work party or something like that. Wow. Dude. You got me stumped there Yeah. I don't I know there was something <laughs> I, I just vaguely, if whatever it was, I vaguely think I remember I gave it to someone else. <laughs> I just don't know what it was and what I, you know, because I was like, the fuck am I going to do with this? I don't want this shit. And I gave it to someone else. Like, I think I gave it to my mom or something. <laughs> I was like, I don't, I don't want this. And it, uh, I think it was like something at work or I don't know, whatever it was. I, I just don't remember. Because I don't think my relatives, I don't think I've ever got, like, anything from my relatives that I've been like, yay, what am I going to do with this? No, neither have I. Mine was, again, from work. I'm not going to mention where it was. I'm not going to mention who it was that did it because you might know them. Um, Mm. (laughs) This woman did baked goods one year for Christmas. Her baked stuff was always good. Like, she'd bring it in during the rest of the year, and it was fucking awesome. Great stuff. She decided to make fruit cakes for Christmas, and I don't know how long they'd been around. But when she, get, I don't like fruit cake in the first place. But yeah, fruit cake's not my friend. I don't. Really. But I mean, like, they, there's parts of it. Like, I'll break it open and I'll pick at you know certain things in it or whatever. Um, I don't like the green thing that's in it. Whatever the fuck. I don't that know is. what the fuck they are either. I don't like them. They're weird. I, I kind of basically pick around everything else and eat the cake itself. No. Just leave the rest of the shit there. Um, but when I broke mine in half, it was actually moldy on the inside. I'm Ew. like, this is the worst fucking thing I've ever been given for Christmas. I actually brought it back to her and I was like, hey. And they showed her and she goes, oh my God, hold on. So she goes back out to her car and she comes back in with a fucking cookie platter. Like, uh, shit, probably like a, you know, like a, like a large pizza size, like a 16 inch cookie uh-huh. platter. She just goes, here, I was saving these, these for the party. Just go put them in your car. I'm like, okay, so it went from the worst Christmas present ever to a fucking awesome one because it was like, Chocolate chip cookies, chocolate chip, uh, oatmeal chocolate chip cookies, peanut butter cookies, the fucking little, uh, like the sugar cookies with the, the Hershey kiss in them. Oh my God. Fucking snickerdoodles. Fat, oh fat my kid God. Dream. You're like, ah, this is so good. I ate cookies for lunch that day. 
<laughs> that was fucking spectacular. You, you did the happy kid, da- fat kid dance. Oh, yeah, dude. There, there was, I'm a happy kid. kid. I'm there, happy kid. There was truffle shuffles to be done, and they did. <laughs> it was wonderful. Uh, great. But, yeah, with well, that being said, I guess uh, I guess that's our Christmas special. Yeah. Uh, like we said, happy, merry Christmas, happy yeah. whatever else you, anybody else celebrates. Kwanzaa. Uh, to anybody that's, you know. I think I mixed two of them up there. You know, everybody that's going to hear this, it's, well, Hopefully, like, we get this out early enough so that yeah. people in Australia, like Miss Wren, she'll have already – she can hear this before. <laughs> Maybe not. Dude, it's only August there. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, oh, oh. It's, it's completely backwards. No, no, no. It's already next August. Exactly. That's what I said. It's already August there. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Or it's, well, June or something. Now, I know that supposedly the toilet water goes the other way, so – how how do they would they be able to do a two floor house if they flush it and it goes up? I don't know. It's weird. Listen, I still haven't got over the fact that when I talked to someone when I was working on a place, and you know, taking uh, orders, that I was talking to them at eight o'clock in the morning and it was uh, twelve o'clock noon the next day. I was like, wait a minute. You should have been asking for lottery numbers. Be like, dude, who? What fucking numbers should I play tonight? I was trying to get those, but they couldn't answer that because they were in Australia. I was like, wait a minute. I'm talking to, to somebody in the look future. It up. Be like, dude, look it up. Tell me what. Tell me what wins. I'll split it. They can't tell you that still. Sure they can. It's national secret or something. I don't know. Yeah, whatever. But anyway, with that said, if uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, everything else, you know, for us, Happy Yule. Yule. Um, and if you wanna look us up, you can go to on Facebook. Just type in Dark Windows Podcast. Only one's there. Fucking A. Um, you'll find Kevin C., which is Kevin Carlton. Yes, sir. Me, Kevin Heyer. Uh, we're on there. I'm we on post- Facebook like 97% of my day sometimes because I have nothing better to do. Yeah, we post a <laughs> lot of shit, you know. And uh, if you if you don't have that, you can go on to Instagram if you have it and type in Dark, Dark Windows, Windows Pod. Pod. Yeah, we're on there. Most of the time, it's me typing back to you if you type yep. a message to me. And if if, if if I respond, I will usually put it in parentheses so you know which one of us you're talking to. <laughs> but sometimes you don't, yeah, and you just respond. Some, sometimes you'll get like like the straight man answer, and then once in a while you get a smart-ass, like, snarky remark, and you're like, that's Kevin C. Because <laughs> he's a douchebag. But sometimes it's a curveball, and it's a Kevin H. Yeah. So, oh yeah, you know what? Don't forget, go check out, uh, go check out Seth's Instagram too at Broadstone underscore Creations. We haven't plugged him yet. Yeah, go check them out because he's, he's no he's no longer with us. <laughs> wow, um, he is he's on sabbatical. What the fuck is that? <laughs> Big word. Huh? Is, is that when you can't have sex? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> God, you can't say it's a five dollar word either because I know what it means and you don't. Yeah, it's when you you give up having sex with people. No, no, <laughs> I do know what it means. I'm not a, I'm not as stupid. Well, I don't know about that. I am a anyway. stupid, but I'm not that stupid. Oh, okay. I'm math stupid. I'm not word stupid. Uh, I ain't that stupid. Um, well, and also go on to Twitter, uh, Dark Windows Pod. We're also there, but we don't. Yeah. I mean, don't really post them a lot, lot there lately. We're old men. We don't Twitter. We should do it more, but I don't know. Just work gets in the way. Yeah. Um. Also, go to studio.com. Yeah, get some fucking headphones. Get some headphones. Uh, after the holiday season, you can reuse our promo code of DarkWindows15 at checkout. Yeah, because uh, guess what? If you if you order them when you're hearing this, what the fuck are you doing? It's already after Christmas over there. You're not going to get them Ex- ever. They're exactly. not they're just going to go, no, fuck you. You're not yeah. getting them. No, I'm kidding. They're awesome people. They ship really quickly. Um they but, might ship faster in Europe. But by the time you hear this, it will be too late to order them for Christmas just as a hands mm. up. So, uh, But you'll get 15% off, which is really freaking good. Yeah, 15% is awesome. Yeah. I mean, you, you know, it's it's really, really good. Especially um, when, you know, they're about 100 bucks for most of them. I'm probably going to order a pair of the Klar after the holidays, yeah, I think. Next time, I think I'm going to get some of them, too. I'm going to definitely get a pair of those. I'm, I'm As I'm big on, you know, if uh, traveling, if I'm on an airplane... I need to have some kind of uh, noise canceling. You're fucking stuck up. Some of us can't afford to go on no Earl planes. Well, I got to travel by car because I ain't fancy. You've never been on an aeroplane. I haven't. I've been on a helicopter before, though. Oh, that was fucking bitch. rad. 
It was a Blackhawk. It was fucking sweet. Like, you got to put, the, like, the big helmet on and shit. It was awesome. Snob. Anyway. Yeah. I'm just... Uh, I'm just <laughs> no, I, I won't make that comment. Never mind. Speaking of snob. snobs. Uh, no, not no, not snobs. No. You can't say that about no. them. Go to GameEnvy.net. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Go check them out. They have... Uh, Get hobby holders. Yeah. Great hobby holders. And they've got other stuff, too. Like, they've got uh, paintbrush holders that look like medieval weapon racks, which are rad. I want... I'm going to get, like, three of those because they're just that cool. And this other little doodad that you can put in the bottom of your your uh, water glass or whatever you use, it's silicone, but it's got like a, a, a suction cup on the back of it. And you just uh-huh. push it into it, and then when you get your brush in there, you can just kind of go through the fingers with it, and it helps get the paint all out. It's it's pretty cool, and they're not That's super cool. expensive. Hmm. None of their stuff is super expensive. It's all pretty affordable, which is awesome for you know. Nice. For a hobby that's already expensive, you don't need to spend a bunch of money on everything else. <laughs> yeah, and you put <laughs> you know? your put your hobby holder or hobby holders yeah. into your basket in your basket. In your basset. Your basset. Put him in your basset hound. Put you in your basset hound. And then you go Don't put him in my basset hound though. He won't yeah. like it. Wow. <laughs> and then you put in a little promo code section. You put in the promo code of Broadstone, which we spelled before. We're not spelling it again. Nope. Haha. <laughs> <laughs> Put that in at checkout. You'll get $2 off each them sons of bitches. Yep. And also, big thank you to Dicehead Games down in Cleveland, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Um, go check out their website. They do a trade-in program for your minis. Um, so if you're getting out of a game system and you're looking to put money towards something else, you can send them your painted, unpainted, assembled. It doesn't matter. You can send them down your minis. Um just, set, just yeah, make sure e- you email, email, them a, them. email them a list of what you have. They'll build up a little uh, estimate for what they'd give you. Then mm-hmm. you just ship them out, and uh, and you can use uh, use the store credit there. Or if you're um, looking for uh, a board game that you yeah they they do they do uh, tabletop games, board games, uh, magic card like magic cards, I you know card card games like that. Um, uh, comic books. They do just about everything. And guess what? If you live in Tennessee, you can still shop there before the holidays, even if you're hearing this now, because he has a store, an actual physical store in Cleveland, Tennessee, and I want to go there next this coming year. Just go hang out in the store. We'll see. (laughs) Um, Maybe we'll do a podcast from there. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, (laughs) You probably won't like that. Side note. Side quest. (laughs) This is pretty funny. My brother yesterday uh, sent me a message because my mom got her Christmas tree up. Got all the lights on it. She's fighting with the fucking lights because she got one of the pre-lit trees and like half the lights don't work. So she had to put other string, like other like wrap like uh-huh. string around. Some of those weren't working. Finally gets them all working. Goes to because she puts an angel on the top of it. Uh-huh. Plugs it in. It fucking just <laughs> shits out. Doesn't work anymore. <laughs> so I have the picture. I'm gonna have to put it up on Facebook because it's pretty awesome. Um, when my wife Shelby and I went to Maine a couple years ago, we bought my nephew a stuffed Bigfoot mm. at the Cryptozoology Museum. So he's their tree topper this year. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, this got like this like adorable like plushy Bigfoot on the fucking top of the Christmas tree. It's the Sweet. best. So with that being said, again, happy holidays. We are going to go because I have shit to do and Kevin's, I don't know, he's probably got something to do. I don't know. I got a shit. No, I don't know that. But anyway. We have two turlets at my house. You can Ooh. use one of them. But yeah. We out this bitch. Yeah, and just because you can't see into the Christmas doesn't mean that the Christmas can't see into you. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.